check one, check two, do apologize for being a little away from the microphone, check one, check two, how are wonderful, amazing, spectacular go-getters like yourself, do you know why you got into your creativity, what did you really see? Well, today I want to call this podcast, oh, by the way, bring your ear closer, closer, closer. Don't be afraid to listen. We're going to talk about a specific subject called space. What is space? What's going on with space? And I seen me a YouTube footage that I shared on Facebook and on Twitter. If you are a Twitter person, you will see that I shared our first spacewalk of the year. They have an animation and they have video. I shared the actual video. It's not as clear as some people would prefer it to be. That's why I think I was looking at the like the popularity and I noticed the popularity is more animation. But that also says screams out loud people prefer to see cartoons than real people. <laughs> animation than you know real life. It's kinda, you know, different, I think. And I look at the digital structure personally. I look at the clarity and the non-clarity and I like the interaction of hearing the directions of what they're doing, what's the process. I didn't listen to the cartoon or view the cartoon yet, but when I get to the cartoon, I will let you know if there's a difference. But um so I'm talking about outer space. 101. This is what I'm going to call this podcast show. So for those who are interested in things like of that nature, you moon chasers, you stargazers, you persons that enjoy things that seem outrageously attractive. I'm going to share something with you. And this sharing, I'm, I'm trying to tell myself it's okay to share because sometimes I'm scared. I'm scared of your opinions about me. Oh, how weird you may think I am when I say this. The first professional picture that I got noticed um, and sold was outside our planet. It was a full red moon. We call it a harvest moon. I heard of a strawberry moon because it's kind of a reddish tone. But it's a reddish orange tone that glows at you. It was huge. I couldn't help but this. I was told where the moon was at across the street from the shelter where I was residing at two and a half years ago. And it was a huge full moon. My first professional picture, I believe it's a purpose involved in that. I haven't figured all that out, y'all. I ain't never seen a UFO. I don't want to see no damn UFO. I barely want to see human beings. COVID-19, thank you. So, <laughs> I'm being honest, some human beings, some human beings who have earned permanent social distancing. You just gave me a great excuse to leave people like you in the dust. My past. Go away. Disappear. So, all jokes aside, folks. Anybody else out there who chased the moon, who chased the stars, you know, some of the stars are planets, right? Come on. Y'all know these things. Y'all are very um, inclined to 
that's going on in a hemisphere in our universe i like to believe so because i look at the numbers numbers of people who we shared had comments had questions when this footage was being you know done and it's a variety of people and it's a variety i mean we talking like i did a hashtag i thought i was so clever i call this footage of our first walk out of space walk of the year i call it out of this world because technically speaking they were out of this world they were outside of our world and they were conducting some type of thing they were fixing victor glover and tom hawkins did this now i'm not an engineering type of person but they were fixing it to the best of their ability something required bolts and i'm just telling you what i recall with this spacewalk so i thought i'd do a podcast show about space 101 space the final frontier i know i'm sitting here quoting things out of star trek and things of that nature but it seemed like this is where we're going i'm hoping this be a good thing the whole talk about mars we were talking about mars since the 90s and I wasn't really aware of how long they've been doing this. They've been doing um, people staying on the International Space Station since, I think, 97 or 98. But 98 is my high school year I graduated. So, of course, I compare it to my here and now. I'm 40 years old and I'm in the here and now. Fast forward, being present to what's going on. And... There was Elon Musk talks about it and other other different. There's more than just Elon Musk, of course, Um, commercial participants of space travel. And what do we wish to gain from that? I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exactly sure about space travel, so maybe I should call it space travel. So f- the furthest that we humans have been is the moon, correct? As far as I know. Maybe I need to do my research before I start quoting things. But the moon thing happened back in the, what, late 60s or early 70s? I got to find the exact year. But the point I'm making is we already got there. Now they're going to, the next thing they're doing is sending a woman to the moon. And I'm excited, and not only a woman, but an African-American woman. They, and then they're also going to send, no, I'm sorry, let me quote what the hell I was saying. I think they're working on sending a woman to the moon. I'm not sure if she's going to be African-American or not, but I do know they're sending an African-American woman to the International Space Station. And so they already sent Victor Glover, who is our first African-American male. They've been doing this since 98, and they're just getting African-Americans there. And I actually heard people who are part of the NASA, the commercial flying, whatever you want to call it, say they feel ashamed that they waited this long, that African-Americans had to wait this long. Now, when I hear 98, that's my high school year, 98, 98. I just remember being the prep rally hollering at and how loud, extremely loud it was, especially my sophomore year. Anybody been in their sophomore year, the sophomore year usually is pretty 
huge versus when you get to your senior year. So it was very much rowdy up and seriously loud. There's a point of me making all that. 98, okay, 99, 2000. So it's been 22 years. They wait 22 years to bring black people to the fold. Now I can take that and like make 101 different jokes. Like, why was the, what was the hole up? I mean, we were good enough to help them with the technology, the math, you know, those were African-American women. I think it was three of them. The point I'm making to you, we were good enough to be used and to implement us to go into the moon with math, right? Why did they choose to do this? I don't know. I think sometimes people do things that don't make a whole bunch of sense. Why did you have to wait 22 years? There's people that's been up there for 22 years. If I, if I can advise anybody in outer space that's been up there for 22 years, this is not the same planet that you remember 22 years ago. Back in the 90s, 1998. My mind fast forward, fast backwards, rewind, to when I was in high school. And I'm going to tell you what I remember. Certain things that came back in style, my parents would say. Um, we got to wear bell bottoms, bell bottom jeans and um, glass rings and moon rings. I remember because I have small fingers. Um, I have small fingers, petite, grow like hands, still have them, thank God. And it complements the rings. I had one on almost, almost every finger. I remember having um, platforms, thick platforms I was wearing with my um, bell bottoms. And I remember the hairstyles and the things that we thought was cute, like the ponytail. They still think the ponytail cute. At least I think it is cute. You know, uh, some people think it's sexy. It can be sexy. It can be. Um, but I don't wear pieces like I used to. But some people like pieces. If it makes you smile a little bit, hey, go for it. But um, the 90s were all about that, at least in the African-American community. I'm from Detroit, Michigan, so um, I'm talking about the 90s. Who remember the 90s, the very late 90s? I remember not only just the late 90s, but I remember... It seemed like there was a particular group that owned the 90s. There's a few of them, but the one that stands out really big in my head and people don't want to let go of that show. Their entertainment, their show, the thing that they did well. Okay, it starts. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and like make clues. I think for those who live in the 90s, understand. Wu-Tang Clan. I remember hearing Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing, you know, Elfwit. Um, <laughs> even when they was, when Biden was running against Trump before he won, it is what it is, he won. I voted for him, okay? I ain't want to vote for Trump. But anyway, um, I remember different signs people had outside of their house. And somebody posted, um, Wu-Tang is forever. Instead of having, you know, a Trump sign or a Biden sign, they had Wu-Tang is forever. Wu-Tang. <laughs> Which I thought was, you know, hilarious. And you got to have a sense of humor living in this earth. You do. I think it makes things easier. I ain't say, oh yeah, it helps if you learn how to laugh at everything. People take, like, politics so seriously. You know, it's a, it's a power struggle. People have certain belief systems 
that may be correct and may not be correct. And they pick the cat, I like to believe, they pick the cat that, you know, goes along with their belief system. So some people voted for Trump and oh, why you won, y'all, you know. And a lot of people had a problem swallowing that. So all jokes pulled aside. So we live in a in a world where you can become anything and to a point to where our goals can go beyond this earth my first professional picture was a strawberry harvest moon and of course I still sell it I haven't been advertising it lately but I will get back to that um, I talk about the moons and like I know they have been on the moon. I like to believe they built on the moon a lot. I just know the real big one was the first one. And they, you know, collected certain things and they put the American flag on there. Everybody's seen the video and the footage, right? So, what are they going to achieve when they go to Mars? You know, this month, matter of fact, this is a reminder. A reminder that they're having um, some type of, it looked like a Jeep that they're going to have placed on Mars. You know, it takes six months to get to Mars. I'm assuming the moon is closer than Mars. Um, it takes six months to get there. So they've done it. I'm trying to think, when did they do the, the takeoff date? Give me a second. Okay, I don't want to quote something that I'm not for sure about so forth as the date, but it's supposed to arrive, and this is supposed to happen in the middle of February. We are in February, folks. It's February 2nd, and they're going to take pictures of Mars, and then they're going to talk about the whole entertainment of possibility of a colony of Earthlings going to Mars. I'm not sure how Mars looks, but this is my assumption. I would not spend that type of money big money that they're spending to get there to make Mars an actual reality I wouldn't send those type of devices if there was a possibility if there's not water there if there's not you know certain things that we humans need if that ain't there you ain't gotta worry about me wanting to go there you know regardless of the, how bad it seems like it's getting here on earth but um yeah so it's happening this the middle of this month I say the 14th, 15th, maybe. They also changing the dates for some reason, some technical difficulties or whatever. But they're literally using this machinery to take pictures of Mars, the red planet. So, question. If you have the opportunity, if you have the opportunity, if you have the opportunity, if any of you have the opportunity to go to Mars, would you go? And you be willing, will you be willing to wake? I'm going to tell you what I remember about the 90s. This is for those who, like I said, who've been on the International Space Station since 1998. 22 years. A lot of stuff has happened. And I remember, you probably do too, for those who remember the 90s, especially if you were in high school like I was. Okay, so, and graduated. The point I'm making is, I do remember... They're talking about going to Mars and like making a spaceship so big that it'd be as like it could hold as many people as an airplane. That's a lot. 
even though I don't fly, I know that it's a lot of people versus the normal amount, which is what, two, four, that's the most I've heard of is four at one time. And um, if you want to count the recent, uh, Victor Glover, Tom Hawkins, and well, I don't know if Tom Hawkins went, but no, he's a part. Yeah, he went. This is his third time um, being uh, um, doing the out of space walk. And Victor Glover, this is his very first time doing the spacewalk. And so, and yes, he's African-American. Tom Hawkins, I'm pretty sure is not. Um, but they're all human. So we're all working together for, for the good. And that's a good thing. I don't see how it's a negative thing. So I'm definitely very curious. I've always been a very curious person when it comes down to outer space, um, exploration, and things that we can grow from technology information uh, prosperity for all mankind I love the way that sounds I hope everything goes well because I'm almost 100% sure I wouldn't be the first person to go to Mars or the first colony because until I find out more information because I feel like there's certain information that is for the astronauts and there's certain information for people like myself who's the part of the general public that is not going to know until probably 100 years later I don't know maybe it's me being paranoid but um, anybody else out there curious about Mars so maybe I should call this curious about Mars curious about outer space curious, curious about other life or how we would exist on other planets and what good things come out of this how can we grow as a people unite that's a good thing i don't see it as a negative see this is a positive i feel like there's far too much division going on right now personally when it comes down to people themselves if it be for vain reasons like you don't look like me i don't look like you who gives a a care i'm trying not to curse okay because i do respect my mouth and i'm do respecting my listeners thank you for coming here to listen to this podcast show this insightful podcast show i am your host tamika michelle newell and i'm talking about exploring outer space i'm talking about our first year's spacewalk that happened with tom hawkins and victor glover and i look forward to seeing our first woman to go out to the moon and i look forward to i can't think of her name but she is african-american and I don't know the date that she's going, but she's going to be at the International Space Station. And I look forward to her getting there. This is African-American Black History, African-American Month. And there's just something special about that month. Even though people say it's African-American History Month, there's some people say it is American history. It's not just African-American history. It's American history. Well, we came from Africa at some point. All of us didn't come here. You know, we're not fresh out of, off a boat. Like, when I would watch stuff and see people say, well, go back where you came from. And I'm like, who the hell are you talking to me? Why don't y'all go back where y'all came from? Whatever hole or rock you came from. That's how I be feeling like. But, like, it's smart not to even, like, entertain the madness of the sadness of this world and if racism is the reason that we're not working together well hatred can run pretty deep like i remember something and this is just something to be aware of you know that may be the reason why we make the choices that we make because we think we're better than each other but the truth be told 
you are a human being just like me. They got flaws and all the other stuff. But there's certain things we need to put to the side to help one another. I don't want to fight with nobody. I don't have a, a mindset or a heart set to fight somebody because you don't look like me or you're not acceptable to me. What? No. Life is too short and it's too important not to be focused on the vainglorious things of my simple approval. And nobody, and I mean nobody, deserve to be dehumanized because you don't approve of them. If you have people like that in your world, cut them out. Simple as that. Um, not only that, but you have to know these are sick biddies. And when I say sick biddies, because they were also fucked up. They want to pick on other people. And you think when you become grown that that shit should, be, should stop. I still experience it. It's not because I'm black, because I don't, I've had black people pick on me. You know, just some people enjoy that shit. They get a rise off of that. To me, that's a coward. It is what it is. Like, I don't even know you, and like, you got problems with me. No, you just got problems. Just stop throwing it off on me or people you think you can get away with it. These are called abusive people. So, I like to air these people out and talk about them. And they should be ought to be ashamed of themselves, of their own sick callousness. So, with that being said, I like to believe my listeners are not like that. I like to believe you who have supported me are definitely not like that whatsoever. And there's people, unfortunately, that are like that in high places and low places, are rich, poor. It really, class does not discriminate. Like, unclassiness does not discriminate. Because I've met people, you probably have too, who have power, who have money, and they still act like a, a living, and live in a living disgrace. And you know it by the way you treat people. You know, and I like to think we're so above that stuff, but some people refuse to be above that. They enjoy being at the bottom of the barrel. You know, they enjoy being, treating people, belittling people. They, they ain't trying to get that up. And that's sad, you know, because it let me know their character. You know, I've heard this before. If you want to know what a, a person is, that's not based upon the visual. That will fool you every time. I don't know about you, but I've been fooled by the visual more than, I don't know how many times, okay? I'm being honest here. And it'll alert you until you find out it's like an illusion. It's like a mirage, so to speak. This is what lures you, pulls you in. And then once you figure out this is a mirage, this is not real, they're really messed up individuals, then you had to make a choice. Like my ex-husband. He came at me friendly. Oh, yeah, positive. Knowing scriptures, but I have to remember Christians say this, but it's actual fact. The devil knows scripture too. I was impressed by it. I admit it. But I have to remind myself, I don't recall him going to church not one time. Only time we went to church is when we got married. <laughs> That's the only time. And it was at a church in Vegas. Like, how holy does that shit sound? Not really. <laughs> I'm just saying, my experience, some people get married in Vegas and have a very successful marriage and it's a good thing for them. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about them. There's other people who do the complete opposite, like what happened to me and my ex-husband. And it just didn't work. Simple as that. 
it's painful to admit because I didn't, my intentions were not to get into a marriage like this. If I knew he was this way, trust me, y'all, I wouldn't have married him. Let me get off of him because there's other things in the world that's far more important. And so I'm here to, to tell you about information about our first spacewalk and to talk about the curiosity with it. Um, my first professional picture, I told you what I saw a full strawberry moon, harvest moon, right? But I have to tell you the first time, the very first time, my picture that I recognized other people liked was a sunset picture. Things outside of our universe is in our hemisphere. I think it's in our hemisphere, and it was a sunset picture. But I'm gonna tell you something. I haven't did it yet, but I desire to take a picture of the stars, detailed pictures of the stars, and I haven't yet invested into that. There's certain certain equipment for that, and well, I haven't did it yet. But that was the thing that guided me when I was a kid. When I was a teenager, that got me, my father, my related father, my first camera, professional pictures, digital pictures, was from the camera he bought, purchased for my either 15th or 16th birthday. So the point I'm making to you, what is all this space about? I don't know. People make assumptions. I don't know. I just know I'm living on this planet Earth and trying to do the best I can here but there's certain people like our astronauts I believe are supposed to be out there me who don't fly I'm pretty sure I'm not the one <laughs> I shouldn't go out there you know um, I don't even like being in high spaces unless it's to do photography that's different that's a different me that's an adventurous thrilling seeking me kind of dangerous I have to watch her risk taking risk taker me so that's a different me that I don't always get to utilize her. But I'm pretty sure that's not my purpose. But there's other people that have degrees and went in the military and a variety of other things of training and years of training that they should get this position and they should be a reliable resource to be used as an astronaut and to discover a variety of things that. People like me who ain't even trying to fly, <laughs> let alone go outside our atmosphere. Oh, by the way, they have something called Cellular, cellular Ambassador. Um, it's a volunteer ambassador program through NASA that you can volunteer to be an ambassador for your community. Don't know what state you're living in, but you might want to check it out. It's the deadline is September, I think the 1st of this year. It's September the 1st of every year. And you gotta fill out the application properly and get all your references together. And maybe they'll call you. Maybe you'll be the one they pick. It could be you. It can happen. Who am I to say it won't happen? So on this podcast show, I'm talking about the whole exploring part, the curiosity part, the wonder part of space. What journey is it going to take us as mankind? I hope it's for our good because sometimes I feel like we lose it. Not talking about out of space. I mean, sometimes with technology. Sometimes with technology, it's not for our good. Sometimes it all depends on who's the people who are doing the technology. 
that is for other people's good or the rich or the elites. Don't forget about us all, you know. If I can emphasize anything, we all can benefit, I think, from from technology, from information in this information age that we do live in. Um, I wanted to say that because it's important that we should look at it as a gift, something to be treasured. And I don't know. I, sometimes I think we be doing things that don't make any sense as human beings, as human nature. We do a whole bunch of stuff that don't make good sense all the damn time. And even in the information age, we're still doing things that don't, that's not going to benefit us. It's going to hurt us, you know. And I'm not against any of you or anybody, regardless of how many people have their motives to be against people. I feel like that's, that's an evil distraction. So I hope and pray that you notice that, that you see this distraction. There's other things you could be doing that's for the betterment, the empowerment of other people. And when I talk on this podcast, y'all, know that I am looking to educate, to influence <clears throat> in a positive way, and to help enlighten all of you. So this is me coming to you about outer space and the investment of that. And what outer space has done for me, I've noticed through my photography talent me that there's many things in our atmosphere that I've been able to take pictures of that I actually profit off over and over again. Like my eclipse shot I did back in 2017. That was huge, and a lot of people enjoyed it, and a lot of people still buy that work. Excuse me. Getting a little dehydrated. So today is the 2nd of February, and we got less than two weeks. If the dates is correct, the 14th is when, 14th or 16th, I'm not sure, uh, when they're going to do that rover to have a, basically a, a like, like a Jeep camera. I don't know what all pictures it's going to take, but it's going to send it back to Earth. This, I think they call it the rollover. I don't know. Check it out for yourself. Google it. But I got to look at the date just because it always changes all the time. That um, we're going to see pictures of this planet we wish to colonize on. I don't know. Maybe Mars is worse. Maybe Mars is better. But don't think I'll be going, but I like to think the young people will be going. Or generations after. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure me, who's 40, 41 in March next month, matter of fact. Um, I don't think that's for me. Um, it's for people who, like I said, have been trained and prepared for such a thing. And I don't think that's me. If it is me, I am so lost and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't have a degree in chemistry or engineering or military or any of that type of thing that pushes you towards what I think will make you capable, able and capable to be living on another planet. So, if you had the opportunity to go to Mars, would you go? If we came knocking at your door and said, we want you to go to Mars, would you go? 
would you like to be a part of the first county? Because I'm not exactly sure how they're going to do it, but I'm assuming they're going to get the best of the best military educated sort of people. But it's people. Would you be willing to take off to Mars? If this COVID-19 thing is still existing when this happens, got to tell you, if they come to me, don't know how the hell they come to me, but um, <laughs> me who don't fly, you who don't fly, would you be willing to fly in a rocket? You know, a rocket will, can, that can't possibly explode. Um, would you be willing to be the first people to go? Not me. But thank you for the invitation. Um, but if the COVID-19 is still in full effect, if not worse, or something else is existing on planet Earth, affecting the whole Earth, maybe I'll go. I say a big maybe. I say the word maybe. Because, you know, I don't trust people. I don't trust powerful rich people you shouldn't because it's not your money going i'm just saying when people hold the power and hold the money they make certain decisions that they say is you know it almost sound like it's brainwash it's for your better good i'm sure it's for your good you who's spending the money i'm just saying i'm not against people who have power but i don't know i'm worried against people that like they have the power and it's kind of scary because it's almost like you're a lab rat and but you're human so it's a little bit worse <laughs> so and some people think they can buy you with their money and some people let you buy them with their money including things like this this may sound weird but it's true so i mean you don't have to take my word for it you have your own opinion and your own mindset here so I don't expect you to believe what I believe and perceive what I perceive. I'm only here to influence you. In a world where... Hold up. In a world where you can become anything. And this world, so your goals can literally reach outside of our world. I have proved it by chasing the moon, by capturing images quite crystal clear on my tippy toes with a zoom lens fuji zoom lens camera bought from the pawn shop in las vegas nevada north las vegas nevada so my goals my art really takes me outside this planet and i can say that now thank you for listening to this podcast show about space the final frontier 101 the exploration of space I'm figuring out I might just do a day moon picture, have to figure out who might want to buy things like that, but I'm considering doing some, I'm trying to get work that I haven't put out there yet, something I consider a secret, I know what I have, and most of my work have not been put out there, so, um, be on the lookout for things about the outer space like i have my vegas fire it's a digital picture that i took in vegas in fremont downtown las vegas on a fremont experience it's a big canopy that's like 600 feet in the air and it is they have a variety of digital images and they had a um the black hole with stars and they had digital fire wrapped around it I thought it was quite clever and creative, so I keep on reproducing that picture, and I'm going to put that as a poster picture for sure, 11 by 14, and that will go for 200. 200 will be the price. 
I normally sell my for local people 150 and for my national people uh, 175 left by 14 and I have two left by 14s one is a splash of morning color it's a sunset sunset I'm sorry it is a sunrise with a splash of colors and it's after the rain it's literally a rainbow shape a range de detailed dramatic shot that I took that is going for 150 but like I said I know people out of New Jersey that like shots like these that I sell for 175 for them but for my local people 150 if this is something you're interested in please communicate this and leave this on messenger or if you know my email inbox me and I will gladly get back to you or you just might want to leave a message here on this podcast show and the next picture for sure 11 by 14 is going to be my Vegas fire so what does your goals include does your goals include reaching outside of the world I did that with my lens with my zoom lens so if you want to buy my work let me know also if you'd like to be a part of this podcast show you can yes subscribe subscribe now subscribe to this podcast show and I would like to hear your messages I would like to hear your compliments I would like you can freely share this podcast show over and over again. Yes, I welcome you to share this podcast show. So thank you for coming to this podcast show. And I look forward to you subscribing, leaving your messages and me being able to get to hear them. You can put a voicemail. Yes, a voicemail message right here and a text message included. I share this podcast show on Facebook, on Twitter, on WordPress. Those and those are the three that I, um, media outlets that I use to share my work. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. And I hope you got to see the video I just got through sharing on from YouTube video of the first year spacewalk with Tom Hawkins and Victor Clover. This has been a Sumika Michelle podcast show. And if you'd like to subscribe, you follow the prompts and you can subscribe and add your funds $5 and up. As much as you see fit to support your local anchor woman, Tamika Michelle Newell. Thank you so much for hearing this podcast show. And I hope I invited you enough to make you feel engaged to the wonder and the joy that comes with space, the final frontier. And I hope you're watching them closely because Lord knows I am. So, would you go to outer space if you had the opportunity to go? If you're one of those people, you know. Or maybe you might want to just do some volunteer for your community. Like the, the cellular ambassador program they have. And September the 1st is when they're accepting the application. It's a process. And I advise you, if this is your passion, chasing the moon and things of that nature, that's within your community, I think you should consider being a part of it for your community. I see the good in that. Don't you? Don't you agree? So this has been a Tamika Michelle podcast show, Space, The Final Frontier, and I look forward to hearing from you. And you enjoy the rest of your day, February 2nd.
don't forget what's going on with the pictures and the equipment is being sent to Mars and be on the lookout for that check out NASA YouTube YouTube specifically if you want to see the actual footage or video what they're doing next what is space doing next 101 what do you think it's doing what are you doing for space Hmm. So this has been a Tamika Michelle podcast show over and out.